my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. February is the month of love and it's interesting to me and a little bit surprising at how many people I get in contact with who aren't celebrating Valentine's Day, even though they're in a romantic relationship, a loving romantic relationship. And so that kind of I have some thoughts to share with you about that. And in this episode, I want to give you a little kick and maybe some tough love to make your relationship a priority and celebrate love again. Are you taking your romantic relationship for granted? Now, if you've read my book, Functioning Hot Mess, Embrace Your Inner Chaos and Be Enough in a World That Says You're Not, you know that love used to be a four-letter word for me and why. I used to mock Valentine's Day. I despised Cupid. I was extremely angry at the holiday itself. I didn't want love in my life. I didn't want someone who would come and be loving. And that was shortly after my divorce where that kind of came to be. Part of that reason was because I had a series of toxic relationships. And it got to the point where I truly didn't believe that I was the kind of girl that people fell in love with. I didn't believe that people stayed in your life for very long. I thought that people were temporary. And I thought that people liked the idea of me more than me. And what I mean by that is I love an adventure. I love to go do new things. I love to ride motorcycles. I love to shoot guns. I like to hunt and fish and play in the mountains and camp and do all these things. And I'm always along for the ride. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So people liked that people I would date that seemed to kind of draw people to me. But at the same time, it drew friendships and good relationships that I absolutely love. But in the romantic world, it was like, Over time, people would start to feel a little like they couldn't keep up with me. I was a little too much to handle. I was whatever. So they'd either drop off the planet or try to change me. And that was where my mindset stuck. So I didn't want anything to do with romance or love because to me, it meant change. It meant conflict. It was just, ugh, I didn't want it. And it took years of working on myself. I had daily affirmations where, I mean, I know these seem like simple tricks, but what they do for your mind in the long run, it is so worth it. So do these little things. So for example, I had daily affirmations where I would wake up every morning and the first thing, no matter how I felt, was to say, I love my life. I am so grateful for my life. I still do that. I did that this morning. And I have like this really quick flash of everything that I'm grateful for and everything I love about my life, how grateful I am to be in the relationship I'm in, how grateful I am for my kids, for my home, my dogs, everything. 
So not only would I do that, but I had I am enough written on almost every mirror in my house in lipstick. And every time I saw that, I would repeat that affirmation, sometimes quietly in my head, sometimes out loud. But I wanted to make sure and get that really solid in my mind. And don't think for two seconds that when I started that practice, I believed it. Absolutely not. It took a really long time and repetition and practice before I really got to where I believed that. I would tell myself and journal and write things down that said, I am enough. I am lovable. I am a good person. I am trustworthy. I am loving. I am just right. I had all kinds of different affirmations and depending on the day, I might add new ones or repeat old ones. But those were things I did every single day, non-negotiable. I wrote them down. I put them in my phone for reminders. And over time, that started to shift my belief about myself. In addition, I started a meditation practice. I didn't really know what that was going to do for me. I had no idea. I just knew that Everybody I was listening to in the podcast world and all of the books I was reading, self-help and empowerment, everybody seemed to have this meditation practice. So I decided the best way to find out what it did for me was to try it. So I used myself as a guinea pig and I started meditating every morning as soon as I woke up before I even put my feet on the floor. I started with short meditations, one to three minutes. Eventually, I worked up to five minutes. Now I do a meditation anywhere between 10 minutes and 20 to 30 minutes, just depending on the day and which one I'm doing and how much time I have. And it was one of those meditations where I was doing a visualization and getting really clear and unapologetic about what I wanted in a romantic partner. What did I want that to look like? Because what happened was I had apologized for what I wanted. I thought what I wanted was wrong. I thought what I wanted was bad or it wasn't, it wasn't okay because it wasn't what the people that I had dated wanted. So I had started to think that that wasn't possible for me and have this really negative mindset around love and the visualization and the meditation that I had. I allowed myself to be 100% unapologetic about what I wanted and sit down and really say, what does this look like? Now in my book, I talk about that and I talk about my fuzzy guy. I created this visualization where I had me and my kids and this guy that I was dating. I didn't assign an identity to him. I didn't know who he was going to be. So I called him fuzzy guy because he was in my peripheral vision, but he was fuzzy. And I had this beautiful scene of what I wanted our experience to be. I wanted everyone, myself, my guy, my kids to feel comfortable, to feel accepted, to feel lighthearted and happy. And I felt that to my core, that that was what I wanted. And that was one of the visualizations that helped me go on a different path and decide what I needed to do and really not accept anything less than that. It took me years of all of this. The visualization came way at the end of that because I had a lot of internal work that I needed to do before I was even to the point where I could consider what I wanted. But it was after that meditation, it was just before that meditation, like maybe a month before that meditation, that I realized that all of those affirmations had finally sunk in. I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine, and I was able to say, I'm a catch. 
I'm worth it. And I meant it. I was no longer just repeating this affirmation because someone had told me it was a good idea and that it would help me. I truly believed that to my core. And it was odd. It was freeing. I felt this huge weight off my shoulders because I was able to recognize that, oh my gosh, I am. I am a good catch. I am lovable. I am enough. I am worth it. And I knew it and it changed everything for me. So it was after that, that I started the visualization meditation and just set that as my intention. That was what I wanted in my life. I wasn't settling for anything less and I was going to go after whatever that was. I didn't know who it was going to be. I didn't know who was going to come into my world. It was just open. And because of that, I am so incredibly grateful for the relationship that I am in now that is so fulfilling, so supportive, so strengthening and empowering. I want that for everyone I know. I want everyone to feel that solid and feel that good. And that is partly why I'm a little bit surprised and it kind of makes me sad when I see people in, I think, decent relationships or good relationships who aren't celebrating that they're in that relationship. Now, I don't care if you celebrate on Valentine's Day or in the month of February or not, but I want to kind of challenge you to, you know, I talk to some people who they're just like, eh, we don't need to. We've been together forever. It's fine. It's fine. And yet I see them teaching their children that Valentine's Day is important. They have a Valentine's Day party at school where all the kids bring Valentine's gifts to each other and distribute candy and little cards and all that. We know what that looks like, right? It's a big industry. And as parents, we give our kids little Valentine's gifts as well. And we talk about how it's a special day. We show them that we're celebrating our love for them by giving them little chocolates and gifts or maybe bigger gifts, whatever it is that you do. But if you're celebrating your love for them, but you're failing to celebrate the love for your partner, that romantic relationship, what are you modeling for your kids? What does that look like for them in the future? When they have families of their own, when they have a spouse and kids or whichever direction they choose to go, are you modeling for them that once you have someone in your life, you're good to go? You don't need to celebrate that anymore. You don't need to show that person that love matters. You don't need to celebrate love on that day. I really want you to think about that. And I'm not saying this in a shame or blame. I'm not saying this in you should. I hate that word should. You guys know you know that by now. Don't do this because I'm telling you you should. I just want you to reflect. I want you to take a step back and say, am I making my relationship a priority? Am I modeling to my kids that my relationship, my romantic relationship with my partner is a priority. And if you're not, I want to encourage you to change that. There are a million ways in which you can do that. You can start that by simply having a conversation and saying, you know, we've never really made Valentine's Day a big deal, but I truly value you. And I'm very grateful for the love that we have. And I would like to start celebrating that. What do you say we go to dinner tonight? What do you say we schedule something this weekend on your days off? Whatever it is that you need to say or do, make it intentional. Make it a conscious effort. 
Start showing that to your kids. And next year around Valentine's Day, see how that has paid off for you. And maybe by Valentine's Day, you'll be able to celebrate with your kids and show your love and then say, it's my turn. It's my night. We're getting a sitter. We're doing whatever. And we're going to go celebrate love. We're going to go celebrate our connection, our friendship, our peace. We're going to go celebrate the fact that this last year we've grown even more close than we have in the past 20. I want you to take a long, hard look at whether or not you are taking your romantic relationship for granted. I don't want you to start looking at your partner and their behavior and saying they are, because you'll find it. If that's what you're looking for, you're going to find it. But I'm asking you to look inward, not outward. I'm asking you to look at you, at the choices that you're making. Are you so busy every single day chasing kids and going to work and doing all of your extracurricular activities that you're not giving time to the number one most important relationship that you have? That relationship you have with your partner is what you signed up for to last as long as you possibly can make it last. When your kids have grown up and you're an empty nest, if you're not working on that relationship now, what does that emptiness look like? It looks empty because the friendship, the relationship, the support that you had has withered away because you've taken it for granted. And now you're in a place to be like, great, now what do we do? And think about your kids down the road. When they're in relationships with their partner, they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, and it's Valentine's Day. Are you going to be offended if their choice of partner doesn't celebrate Valentine's with them? Are you going to feel bad for your kid and be like, he didn't bring her roses or she didn't even acknowledge it? I kind of think that you probably would. And yet, are you settling for that in your own relationship? Now, if you're one of those people who have this amazing romantic relationship and you're not taking it for granted, bravo to you. Thank you for putting your relationship first and making it a priority. I want you to know that I see you too. And you inspire me. You remind me that this is something that's possible. You remind me that love is real and that love can last and that two people can continue to make each other feel good and be happy and fulfilling and all the good things that come from a healthy relationship. I love being able to watch you from a distance. Your example helps me feel safe and comfortable in the relationship that I'm in because I have examples in you to be able to see that it does exist, that it does last, that what I have right now isn't just temporary. The more I see people out there having positive relationships in the long run, the more it makes me trust in my ability to do so. So thank you for being an example and a role model, not only to your kids, but also to me, to your community, to your friends. And if you're not quite in that place, best part about all of that, and the reason I shared that story with you in the beginning from my before and after where I'd come from to where I am now is because I want you to know that's possible. I want you to know that if you're in the relationship that you want, but it's just not quite at the level you're hoping, it can be. It's super cool with the fact that you want it to level up, that you want more romance, or that he does. Recognize that. Take that as an awesome sign. And don't take that for granted. 
if you recognize that maybe you are taking it for granted, maybe you're not celebrating it and making it as high of a priority as you'd like, the best part about that is that you can make a difference and change that today. If you recognize that, that is the very first step and bravo to you because now you have the opportunity to do something differently, to create a completely different experience from the one that you've been having. Never underestimate your potential for good. Never underestimate your potential for love, for kindness, for caring, for showing your partner how amazing you think they are. And when you can give of that freely without expecting that to be given back to you or shown back to you in the same way, you're giving it genuinely. You're giving of yourself. It feels amazing. And I promise you, you will start seeing a difference within them as well. The more you're showing them your gratitude, the more you're putting your relationship with them as a priority, it doesn't mean waiting on them hand and foot. There's other ways to show and to do that. And the more you start, the more fulfilling your relationship will become. All right, my friend, thank you so much for being here. I hope that this serves you. And I hope that this helps you have a more fulfilling, loving, long-term romantic relationship. If you feel this episode is worthy, would you do me a favor and do a rate and review for me? That really helps me be seen by others. And I would truly appreciate your support. Thank you so much. And I'll be back next week.